2: A church is currently burning to the ground in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, wonder why that would be. Well, we're in the middle of the George Floyd-Derek Chauvin trial, in which we all saw the video where George Floyd was... From my understanding, the whole part of the uh, counterfeit scheme, passing off counterfeit bills, were, was from a drug dealer that he got his money from. I can't remember the details on that, but what I do know... Is that when he was being apprehended and he was being put in the squad car, he sat there saying, oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And he wasn't even in the squad car yet. They put him in the squad car. He goes in the back seat. He tries to get out the other side. And that's where the incident took a turn. And Derek Chauvin has his knee on the back of his shoulder blade. Looks like his neck. And they tried to say that he choked him to death. But Uh, There was more to it than that. Fentanyl, all types of things in his system. But, you know, we're in the middle of waiting for the verdict for this. And that's where the race hustlers come in. Of course, Al Sharpton's going to fly in because you can't have a burning city without an Al Sharpton appearance with his bullhorn and his uh, his wavy hair um, and his, you know, big belly. But um, not only did we have that, we have Maxine Waters. Now, she decided to show up and encourage the violence that you're currently seeing throughout Minneapolis uh, as far as riots and things go. Not just manslaughter, right? I mean.
1: Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is, this is guilty. For murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree. Let's this
2: what happens if we do not get, get what you just told? What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do?
1: I didn't hear you. What happens? What should protesters do? Well, we got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they they know that we mean business.
2: Right now, remember, this is the same lady that tried to say that Trump incited all this violence. First off, she's the one who was going out there saying, you know, you got to if you see somebody who's a Trump supporter, you form a crowd and you circle them and you tell them you don't want them around here anymore. And, you know, so she does this same thing in Minneapolis, Minnesota. She's coming from California to Minnesota to throw gasoline on the flames. And what do we get? Uh, Nothing happens to her. You know, we get these people that sit there and say, well, you know, Trump got out there and, on January 6th, and he was inciting a riot because he said to protest and march and and don't stop, don't give up, you know, all that garbage. And he, whatever he said wasn't even nearly as bad as what these morons are saying. But somehow she's allowed to come on in and totally muddy the waters on the entire event. Now, the judge in Derek Chauvin's case at the trial, because of Maxine Waters' comments, about the protests could be grounds for appealing a verdict. So she ends up sticking her nose in. And was it purposeful? Does she want this entire event to just go down the tubes? Because what does it do? Well, then it makes it look like it was an acquittal. And next thing you know, we can burn the city down. Or did she just stick her foot in her mouth, trying to grift on the whole thing and basically throw a big wrench in the works? unbeknownst to her. I don't know. Seems like they would probably want to uh, have this thing thrown out so they can inflame the discontent that's already floating around. Now, because of her actions the other night, Minnesota authorities have released photos of an SUV that fired shots at National Guard members in Minnesota after Maxine Waters called for more confrontations. The Minnesota National Guard was fired at in a drive-by shooting in North Minneapolis Sunday morning, according to the Gateway Pundit. Um, Just hours after Maxine Waters told the Black Lives Matter extremists to be more confrontational, just like we played the clip a few minutes ago. The 82-year-old California congresswoman broke the curfew set in place to curb rioting and marched after midnight with the far-left extremists that had been terrorizing Brooklyn Center. Hours after Maxine Waters told people to be more confrontational, there was a drive-by shooting. Local news station's WCCO reports that Minnesota National Guard said its members, along with the Minneapolis police officers, were providing neighborhood security near Penn and Broadway avenues when someone fired shots from an SUV, a white SUV at at them, from their Twitter account. This is the um, Minneapolis National Guard. The shooting occurred on or about 4.19 a.m. as a light-colored SUV fired several shots at the Minnesota OSN security team providing neighborhood security. No team member was seriously injured. Two National Guard members did sustain minor injuries in the incident. One guardsman sustained an injury injury that shattered glass requiring additional care and was taken to a local hospital to receive the treatment. The other guardsman received only superficial wounds. So the police later reported that that light-colored SUV had fired on police officers and National Guard members early on Sunday morning, hours after Maxine Waters came to the Twin Cities and incited the violence. But of course, she's allowed to do that, I guess. <laughs> no one's going to stop her. She gets the Democrat privilege. I mean, it's, it's unreal how she can waltz in there in a, in a completely different state. She doesn't even represent Minnesota, And she's out there inflaming uh, the situation, stoking the fires of it all. And, you know, it's crazy because she actually requested police escorts before before that even happened from town hall. Maxine Waters requested police escort before screed advocating for violence documents show new documents obtained by town hall show Democratic Congresswoman Maxine Waters requested an armed police escort to Minneapolis over the weekend, where she called for violent activists to stay in the streets during a protest against law enforcement. Um, Waters flew from Dallas International Airport on to Minnesota-St. Paul International Airport on Saturday, April 17th, just days ahead of the verdict of the George Floyd-Derek Chauvin trial. That night, Waters went to meet with the protesters and demanded a guilty verdict for Chauvin or else. Quote, I know this, we've got to stay in the streets. And we played that clip a little while earlier. So she got police escort to go down there, call for violence. These people are grifters. I mean, they don't care that America burns. They don't care that they're stoking all these flames. They don't care Whether or not race relations can be amended, can be reconciled. All they care about is carrying on the grift. And we're going to get into some grift. (laughs) Black Lives Matter is the grifting operation of all grifters. But luckily, Marjorie Taylor Greene, everybody's favorite Q advocate. Well, she's introducing a resolution to expel Maxine Waters' she announced that she plans to introduce a resolution to expel Democratic uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters. And uh, (laughs) rightfully so. Um, She said that she's going to be introducing the resolution uh, er, uh, sometime coming up in the week. But you know what? Everybody wants to bag on this lady because, oh, she might be a Q advocate and she's a Trumper and she, you know... What did, what did they say? Something about they tried to say that she believed in the Jewish laser beam that started the forest fires? I don't know. But well, I, what I will say is she's one of the only ones that are actually standing up and defending uh, the cause of America first. She's the only one that's worried about the sovereignty of America. She's the only one that's worried about pushing the ball against the establishment. She's not the only one, but she's one of the only ones. And so we have to look at it from this angle. These people on the left are going to do whatever it takes to dismantle America and to bring the division in. And Maxine Waters is one of the biggest. In fact, I made an entire hip-hop song about the fraudulent uh, stupidity, using her own words, of Maxine Waters. Let's take a listen to it. It's a pretty cool little jam.
1: What guarantees are you gonna give this liberal? What guarantees are you gonna give this liberal? And guess what this liberal will be all about? This liberal will be all about socializing. Uh, um. Uh, um. Would be about. Uh, um, uh, um. Basically, taking over.
3: They woke! Impeach 45! Impeach 45! Impeach 45!
1: This liberal would be about basically taking over.
3: Don't forget who he is. He's shown
1: us. He is wrapping his arms around Putin while Putin is continuing... Uh, to advance into Korea, and I lied, said I was 16 so I could get a social security card. And I thought that was outrageous. What I'm saying is outrageous, and I've been reined in and all of that. There's no truth to that. As a matter of fact, I have not called for impeachment. And my greatest desire is to lead him right into impeachment. But I say it over and over again, impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. I have not called for impeachment. You said I'm going to fight every day until he's
2: impeached. That's what you tweeted. And I'm going to fight every day until he's impeached. What are the impeachable offenses, Congresswoman?
1: But I say it over and over again, impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. And guess what this liberal will be all about? This liberal will be all about socializing. Uh, 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 uh. This liberal will be about...
3: Impeach 45!
1: The shouting, they have turned up the volume.
3: Impeach 45! Impeach 45! Impeach 45!
1: This liberal would be about basically taking over.
3: My millennials, stay woke. I don't respect this president. I don't trust this president.
1: Many of us have questions about whether or not he has debt. This is the most outrageous and ridiculous president that this country has ever had. The Republicans were out there having a great time. They were laughing. They were waving the American flag. And I thought that was outrageous. What I'm saying is outrageous. As far as I'm concerned, the Tea Party can go straight to hell. Uh, You have investigations going on in several places, in several ways. This man is questionable. This change that you have made uh, in the federal funds rate is what's going to trigger that. Congressman the it's not the federal funds rate that he raised, it was the discount rate. I don't want to see the interest rate increase on these adjustable rate mortgages. There's no linkage between adjustable rate mortgages and the discount rate.
2: It's linked to the federal funds rate. What are the impeachable offenses, Congresswoman?
3: Impeach 45! What
2: are the impeachable offenses, Congresswoman?
3: Impeach 45!
2: What are the impeachable offenses, Congresswoman?
3: Impeach 45! My millennials, stay woke!
2: So, yeah, she, uh, you know, stay woke, you know, impeach 45, impeach 45. She's an idiot. Um, So they impeached him twice. So she got her wish. But even though she said she didn't want to impeach him, she's just a big hypocritical moron. And she's really caused the integrity of this trial to go down the crapper. And we have to worry about whether or not they did decide they're just going to burn down the entire city because of her BS. Back in a moment.
1: This is Adrian Slade.
2: And it is so per- pervasive that it is, I just don't know how this jury, it can really be said to be that they are free from the taint of this. Um, and now that we have U.S. representatives uh, threatening acts of, of, uh, of violence in relation to the specific case, it's, it's mind-boggling to be Well, I'll give you that Congresswoman kind of Waters may have given you something on appeal that may result in this whole trial being overturned. Yeah, Maxine Waters' grift is huge, but it's always been that way. In fact, we can go back to the 90s. Actually, listen to Michelle Malkin back when she covered uh, Maxine Waters and how the grift has never changed
0: you know this is a woman and i've been covering her since i worked at the los angeles daily news in the early nineteen nineties who made a name for herself her into- her entire political persona has been as a mob instigator she was the one that excused the uh, riots in la that cost sixty three people their lives one billion dollars in property damage twelve thousand arrests she called it a rebellion that was justified by social justice this is a- woman who made common cause with crips and bloods and Damian Williams, who yanked poor Reginald Denny out of a truck uh, at at a corner in in South Central L.A. and and uh, and and basically said that uh, these were just troubled youths. Is it any surprise? Once a mob insider, always a mob insider. And now you've got all these Democrat leaders who are pretending to distance themselves from her. The fringe is the center in the Democrat Party.
2: And Michelle Malcolm was 100 percent correct. The fringe is the center of the Democrat Party, and Maxine Waters has moved along with them. She was always fringe. And it's funny, because in this case that's going on with Derek Chauvin over uh, the death of George Floyd, his district attorney, Eric Nelson, was using Maxine Waters' uh, words saying that protesters should get more active and more confrontational if he isn't convicted. He was using that as a reason for a mistrial to be declared. He's claiming that she threatened violence, which Yamiche, uh, whatever her name is, Alice or whatever from PBS said, fact check, Waters did not threaten violence, which is BS. You just heard the clip. But of course, Donald Trump must have threatened violence when he said, hey, Go ahead and protest respectfully, peacefully. Of course, when they asked Representative Maxine Waters, as she was walking onto the House floor, this from Olivia Beavers, uh, about the GOP criticism of her recent trial remarks, she said, The judge said my words don't matter. The judge said her comments may have given the defense a reason for appeal per a verbate. (laughs) But I think she had a bigger effect than she imagined. Kevin McCarthy, he was actually pressing Nancy Pelosi to take action against Maxine Waters for inciting violence in Minnesota. They said not sure what he can do except force Pelosi to publicly address Waters and her reprehensible remarks. But this from The Blaze, they actually said that Pelosi, she's fine with it. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi refused to call for censure of Maxine Waters after she called on protesters to be more confrontational. Um, So she was pressed about whether Waters should apologize, and she said, no, I don't think she should apologize. But even though Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to call for censure, the Democrats are pissed. And this also from The Blaze. Democrats are so angry with Maxine Waters, they would support censure effort against her. (laughs) I mean, she's... She's not only facing backlash from Republicans and Judge Peter Cahill, who were, you know, we played that clip a few seconds ago. Um, Her Democrat colleagues are also pretty livid about it. Um, According to Fox News reporter Chad Pergman, Democrats found Waters' comments revolting. And there is disgust amongst the House Democrat caucus, which metastasized after Judge Cahill publicly rebuked Waters. Quote, congressional Democrats have a major problem with the House Financial Services Committee chairman or chairwoman Maxine Waters in her confrontational comments in Minnesota over the weekend. Fox is told that the rank and file Democrats found what Waters said revolting, but that the disgust among Democrats further metastasized after Hennepin, Minnesota, County Judge Peter Cahill criticized Waters from the bench. Describing her remarks as disrespectful to the rule of law. In fact, some Democrats reportedly would support an effort to discipline Waters. So the grifter is not really in good graces with her own party. But realize what is going on is the bigger grift. And that is the Black Lives Matter grift. That is the grift over whether or not you can take a movement burn down a city for political reasons and political uh, agendas, and then make a crap ton of money off of it. First, we've got the mayor of Minneapolis basically convicting Derek Chauvin right there from the podium. Being here today, as we await the verdict, there are several inescapable truths. Over this last year, our Twin Cities have experienced a barrage of trauma, all culminating with this trial and then the verdict. There's been pain and anguish, anger and frustration that is undoubtedly acutely felt by our black and brown communities. Regardless of the outcome of this trial, regardless of the decision made by the jury, there is one true reality, which is that George Floyd was killed at the hands of police. Right, so he basically just says, "Eh, it's the police fault. The mayor just tried and convict the officer without due process. Due process is in action, and we can't even finish it without the mayor throwing him under the bus. And of course he has to say black and brown people. I mean, why, how come that's never decried as saying, well, you know, that's kind of racist. You're basically saying, hey, you colored folk over there, you black and brown people, because they want to encompass... Hispanics and Muslims from the Middle East and uh, light-skinned black people and maybe Asians. They're just going to lump them all in and call them brown people. But yet a white guy can get up there and say, you black and brown people, eh, no big deal. But, Mr. Mayor, who was it that brought you the trauma? It was Black Lives Matter. And, of course, Black Lives Matter has all types of just, you know, supporters, especially in the private sector. You remember when everything was going down, everybody was posting black squares to their Instagram accounts, and I'm standing with Black Lives Matter, and Target's got an ad, and every company's got an ad, Square Trade's got an ad, They've, you know everybody's got Black Lives Matter solidarity ads. Never mind the fact that Black Lives Matter Inc. is a Marxist group. Patrice Cullors herself said she's a trained Marxist. I did a show five, no, six years ago, go through the archives, a podcast six years ago, laying out the connection. Maybe I need to go over some of it here in just a minute, but laying out the connection between Patrice Cullors and Andrea Garza and Opal, whatever his last name is, and their connections to the Freedom Road Socialist Organization and Democrat Socialist for America and the communist usa party but thank goodness we have those in the private sector to hold up the cause seventh generation uh, they make great cleaning products really i'd say go clorox at this point. point seventh generation you know their mission statement on their twitter account says we're on a mission to nurture home people and planet for this generation and the next generations to come here's what they posted about everything We continue to face deep racial inequality in our society as Derek Chauvin's trial comes to a close for the murder of George Floyd. See, the murder of George Floyd. He didn't die of an overdose of fentanyl and heart failure and what have you. It's a murder. And as more black and brown lives continue. See, there it is again. Black and brown. Got to throw that in there. To be lost at the hands of the police, including Dante Wright, Adam Toledo and countless unnamed, which they don't talk about Noah Green. Maybe we should cover him, the Nation of Islam guy that tried to attack the Capitol. He wasn't hit in the head, or he didn't hit the uh, officer in the head with a fire extinguisher. He went at him with a knife. Of course, we talked about Sitnik, who was killed with a fire extinguisher. No, he died later, having nothing to do with the incident and the news media's finally eaten crow even though our podcast on this was back in February let's go on with what 7th generation was saying stopping the continued killing of black and brown people at the hands of the police demands that we divest from police and invest in systems that build community health and well-being especially in bipoc communities who bear the biggest burden of systemic racism in policing so many leftist buzzwords so many leftist <laughs> dog whistles in there black and brown people BIPOC communities systemic racism and policing let's go on seventh generation says we support defunding the police like we support keeping fossil fuels in the ground it's imperative we divest from systems of harm and invest in regenerative systems for all seventh generation commits to supporting the efforts of defunding the police which I'm sure Seventh Generation probably has some police around. And now we were talking about the Minnes- uh, Minnesota National Guard that was attacked. Apparently it was Andrew Thomas, 28 years old, fired on the National Guard after Maxine Waters got up there and told you know rioters to get more confrontational. Um, he was a felon charged with illegal possession of a firearm. So you can't get up there and complain about it being firearms and gun control being necessary. But <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Black Lives Matter, which Maxine Waters is trying to stoke the flames of, is the biggest grift of all. And public, uh, private sector businesses are on it. Their non-governmental organizations funneling money to them is in on it. There was an email from Philip Burke. Who served eight terms as the Hollywood Foreign Press Assistant President? Now he called Black Lives Matter a racist hate movement, and he is correct. And the email described Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors as a quote self-proclaimed trained Marxist. Well, she did kind of say that. Do we not remember that? Yeah, the L.A. Times broke this story, and they kind of try to go after the uh, former president because he. Criticized Black Lives Matter. Phil Burke, who served eight terms as the HFPA president, shared a post that called Black Lives Matter a racist hate movement and described colors as the self proclaimed trained mar- train Marxist. It was sent out to the association's members, its staff, and group, General Counsel and Chief Operating Officer Gregory Groniker. The email lands at a sensitive time for the Hollywood Foreign Press Association which has come under pressure for not having any black members as well as allegations of ethical and financial lapses raised in the Times investigation into the group. Last month, the group behind the Golden Globe Awards pledged to make transformational change and retained a strategic diversity advisor in Sean Harper, a professional of racial and gender LGBTQ issues at USC's Marshall School of Business and an outside law firm Ropes & Gray to audit the review processes and its membership requirements and bylaws. See, you will be made to care. You will be made to submit and you will be made to hire LGBTQ uh, apologists with degrees that should not even be given out. But that's what's going to happen. And the grift gets bigger, especially, and we talked about this in the last podcast, when you realize Patrice colors, she's landing some good assets out there. She got a Topanga Canyon compound secluded in a mini compound tucked into LA's rustic and semi remote Topanga Canyon recently sold for a tad more than $1.4 million to a corporate entity that public records show is controlled by Patrice colors 37 year old social justice visionary and co-founder of the galvanizing and some controversial black lives matter movement. Yeah. She's got these, this house. In a place where it is majority white. $1.4 million house. Oh, and it doesn't stop there. Patrice Colors goes on. She has bought four homes since 2016. Yep, the trained Marxist has bought over four homes. Over the past several years, her activist profile grew and protests raged around the country. This is from Breitbart. Last week, the real estate website Dirt.com reported that the 37-year-old social justice visionary had bought a $1.4 million compound in Topeka. However, it turns out Con Colors also owns a house in a predominantly black neighborhood of Inglewood, among several other homes reported on that she bought a $510,000 home in 2016 and also one worth 800000 today. She also bought a $590,000 home in South Los Angeles worth $720,000 today and bought a ranch in rural Georgia for $415,000 featuring a private airplane hangar with a studio apartment above it. And she was looking at a house in the Bahamas. So obviously it pays to be a grifter, and you can funnel that money through Black Lives Matter Inc. right back to you. So here's Patrice Colors in her own words, defending what she has done. So a critique, though, from the left that would say, um, if you are a trained Marxist, if we're talking about a certain kind of radical politic, that extravagant homes of any sort or multiple properties of any sort is itself contradictory to the ideology that you hold. And so it's not about having money per
1: se, but that it's about, uh, or about property per se, but it's about there being a potential contradiction between your express politics and your lived practice. Sure, and I think that is a critique that is um, wanting. And I say that because um, the, the the way that I live my life is in direct support to Black people, including my Black family members, uh, first and foremost. And uh, for so many Black folks who are able to invest um, in themselves and their community, they choose to invest in their family. And that's what I've chosen to do. Um, I have a child. I have a brother that has severe mental illness that I take care of. Um, I support my mother um, and I support many other family members of mine. And so I see um, uh, my money as not my own. I see it
2: as um, my family's money as well. OK, so the way that she lives her life is in direct support of black people. Uh, OK, you're not really helping them. That money didn't go to Brianna Taylor and her family from what we just heard pretty recently. <laughs> Epoch Times has this, it says, uh, yeah, Brianna Taylor's mother accuses Black Lives Matter of exploiting her daughter's name. They haven't seen a dime from Black Lives Matter, but she has, obviously. I mean, let's break it down. She said, for so many black people who choose to invest in themselves and their community, they choose to invest in their family. A lot of them seem to run out on their... Baby mamas and family doesn't seem like it's as big of a uh, focus these days. And that's partly because of Black Lives Matter groups and a culture that they foster because they want to eliminate the nuclear family. Remember, it's the nuclear family that they wanted to destroy. Their organization says they want to get rid of the nuclear family or as George W. Bush would say, nuclear family. She sees her money not as her own because it isn't your money. Now, you might have gotten paid a salary. I don't know you're supposed to get an acceptable salary within the margins of what is you know decent and comparable compensation with a nonprofit organization that's part of the whole nonprofit status ask Elliot Spitzer about that when he was going after all those nonprofit organizations in New York um because they were paying them their officers just crap tons of money but she sees her money as her own and Uh, It's not as her own. She sees it as money that she's going to pay to her family. I mean, you lead up an organization that raised tons of money off the backs, or shall I say, the necks of dead black people. Maybe, uh, Maybe you did get a salary, but that salary should not be enough to buy you multiple homes in rich communities with airplane hangers and studio apartments. You know, I mean, you're the type of individual that's out there marching against people living in these communities. And yet here you are. And you're taking the grift. You're taking the money. And she's not the only one. From the Washington Examiner, Black Lives Matter leader arrested for allegedly spending 200000 in donations on tailored suits, a house, and guns. In sum, Mr. Page has spent over $200,000 on personal items generated from donations received through Black Lives Matter's Facebook page with no identifiable purchase or expenditure for social or racial justice. This is from FBI agent Matthew DeSorbo. Sir Mayor Page, 32, was arrested in Toledo, Ohio, facing felony federal wire fraud and money laundering charges for allegedly spending money on tailored suits and a home, and guns in Ohio. All done in the name of Black Lives Matter. They're grifting on all of us at the nation's expense, at the division of the nation, and the division of races. They want to cause a race war and use that to monetize the homes that they want to buy in white neighborhoods and in the Bahamas. That's your Black Lives Matter, and they should be rejected At every point, don't claim to be a Marxist and you're not living from each according to their needs. You're living from each according to what kind of money you can launder through a nonprofit organization so that you can exploit your desires. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out the podcast. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker, iHeart. Tune in. Go to the blog, adriansladeshow.com. You can also download the Roku channel in your streaming store on the Roku streaming device, Adrian Slade Show. Support the show financially, Adrian Slade Show, on anchor.fm slash adrianslade slash support. If you want to be on the show, 1-929-GO-GO-USA, 1-929-GO-GO-USA, call, leave a voicemail message, and we'll put you on the show. God bless. We'll see you next time.